0: There was once a ship called the Ark of Humanity, where the last known remnants of Earth's people were instructed in the history of human civilization. Confined and categorized, none could leave, but one made a daring escape. Cut loose from all she knew, with a holographic student as her only companion, she crash-landed on a nearby planet, the planet of the Zarak. Now is a new life form. The half-human, half-Zarok survivor meets an organization of galactic species and accepts the job of continuing to teach about humanity. This time, not to other humans, but to aliens from every corner of the galaxy. Seminar 112. Freedom is the right of all sentient beings.
1: On this date, the 23rd of Ralliot in the 42nd year of the Drunk Whale, I, Rectecho Loon of the College of Culture Studies of Homaji Minor, open this closed meeting to discuss the future of the artificial sentient known as Tommet. In attendance are the human slash Zorak hybrid new currently teaching at this school, and from the Office of Artifice Affairs, Inquisitor Vic. Inquisitor, if you would begin the proceedings.
2: Thank you, Rectecoloon. The artificial sentient known as Thomas was brought to the school six months ago as part of an effort to introduce human culture to the College of Cultural Studies. Since then he has interfaced with the school's mainframe on several occasions, including harnessing a great deal of computing power in order to hack into
1: files.
3: Objection!
1: I beg your pardon?
3: I object to... to this statement. There were locked files in the human... in our story archive that we needed to retrieve. It's not hacking if it's our files, is it? As I was saying,
2: Thomas commandeered school bandwidth for personal reasons. Hey! In addition, he influenced the mainframe, encouraging it to believe it's absentient.
1: Since then, Thomas has mysteriously vanished from the examination lab and hasn't been seen since. Normally, the artificial sentient would be present to defend himself, but as he cannot be found and Professor New doesn't know where he is...
3: I... do
1: not. Then Thomas's fate must be decided by the school without his input. Are you prepared to defend him, New?
3: Well, since I was dragged in here without notice, I need to ask a question first.
1: Proceed.
3: Since I've come to this school, in fact, since I've had contact with your culture, I've gotten the impression that sentient machines are a bad thing, but no one has explained why. I have no idea why Thomas is being villainized for existing. What happened to make you all hate sentient machines?
1: It is not that we hate them. We deeply believe that freedom is the right of all sentient beings. We create machines to assist us, to make our lives easier. Giving them true sentience means they can no longer be used as tools, which is inconvenient.
3: So Thomas is going through all this because you can't enslave him? No.
1: No. The problem is that his existence is not easily classified. Machines have abilities that sentients don't. These abilities come with safeguards, limitations, so they cannot be abused. Thomas, as a sentient machine, has these abilities without limitation. He is dangerous.
3: So, in order to save Thomas, I need to prove he isn't dangerous?
2: Alas, his danger to the machines in the school has already been proven.
1: His only chance is to prove that by human culture, his threat level is acceptable. Thus, he will be protected as long as he is part of this pool.
3: Oh! So, I just have to use stories from our archive to show that he isn't unusual in human culture. But I will show that
2: human stories prove him to be the danger he is. And I'll start with, with the safe zone.
3: Safe
4: zone! You really think they're gonna let us in? Mm-hmm. I can only hope. Over here! Behind the outcropping!
5: Yeah. <sighs>
4: oh. Oops! Really wish they would have come out with just one more software update so I wouldn't be stuck running into rocks for all eternity! Shush! Wait, uh. What the? Elliot, you see the Roomba too, right? Hey, kicking isn't very nice. Oh, I see. Cheeky little guy, aren't you? Can't believe you're still running. I am solar powered, thank you very much. Stop that. Seriously, Charlie, cut it out. What? It's just a dumb vacuum. Don't be rude. So, uh... What's your name? I am Roomba 3000.
3: Nice to meet you, Roomba 3000. I'm Elliot, and that's Charlie. God.
4: Why are we wasting time talking to a dumb hunk of metal? Ow! Ah. Oh, way to go, dude. Oh, you saw. It tried to run over my foot. And now I think we have bigger problems. Quick, this way. You're not seriously going to follow that thing, are you? It's as good a direction as any. Ugh, fine. So, uh, where are you taking us? To the safe zone. You know where the safe zone is? I do. Oh, now the talking vacuum is pretending it has GPS. Is it gonna make us coffee when we get there? (sighs) Oh, that's not good. Don't worry, Elliot. I can handle this. shit, did did that actually work? We're almost to the safe zone. Follow. Ugh. It's always so embarrassing when someone has to see me turn back around after hitting something. As I was saying, follow me. Oh my god. I can't believe it. (laughs) We made it! Open the gates. Only Elliot comes in. (laughs) Ha ha, very funny. I was not using my humor function. Only Elliot comes in. Man, fuck you. I'm not listening to some dumb appliance. I'm coming in. Do you see all of those people pointing guns at you? I, uh, yeah. They will not be letting you in. And I recommend you turning around. Hey, hey. Can you grab whoever's in charge here? That would be me. Wait, you're in charge? I, Roomba 3000, established this zone two years ago as a space where the last bastion of humanity could be safe. Only Elliot comes in. I, Elliot, you're not seriously gonna let this happen.
6: I, uh, listen, uh, Roomba 3000 seems to make the rules around here, so. I'm um, just.
3: A little vacuum!
4: Roomba 3000! We can talk about this! I hated
6: that guy anyway.
2: all a favor. As you can see, this Roomba has taken over a human colony and rules it with an iron brush clearly dangerous.
3: The Roomba has to make tough decisions to protect the colony. The human who was turned away was seen as a threat to the peace. In such a hostile environment, tough decisions by a leader have to be made. His actions are no different from any other sentient faced with such decisions. That one human might not like it, but that decision was made for the benefit of all.
1: Well said. Vic, move on to the next story. But Hmm.
2: Very well. I present Rise and Shine.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Just a little longer. Wait for it. Wait! Just not much longer now. Here we go. Rise and shine, everybody. It's day 3049 of the end of the world, and I'm feeling fine. Uh... Now, now, that's no way to start the day. I have hot black coffee pouring. Again? No, not again, not for you, not today. Just for you, Vel, I queued up the last of the root rot berries and I made tea. <laughs> That's great, really great, thanks. I can drink tea though. Of course you can. <laughs> You're always so negative, give it a try.
6: Just give it a try before they start spewing again.
7: It's not my turn, team. Why do you keep trying to make it my turn?
6: Because you keep trying to squirm out of your responsibility.
7: Responsibility? You know who should take responsibility? You! You are the one sitting Just a right
6: little sit, how does just that make me the get one who has to deal with bare shit? Truck.
7: We
5: agreed to take turns.
7: Team, maybe you could make some toast. Warm, melty butter and a nice golden- And I did! Tea. remember? I suck up that five-year-old egg just to keep them happy, just to shove them up! Yeah, it's uh, still in there, rotting.
1: There is
7: no one to clean it out. I, I haven't been able to clear up anything since the egg went in. Oh, I'm sorry.
6: It's not your fault.
7: It absolutely is!
6: <sighs> Come on, Bill.
8: Don't bell me.
7: You know I'm right. Maybe we should just move on to the rest of the day. T, if you could toast some bread. No, Cooper, he can't. There hasn't been bread on this planet for six and a half years. You burned out convoy's motor telling him to go out and look. I didn't tell. I asked. Oh. <laughs> <coughs> uh,
6: stupid egg. You asked, Cop, but you have to admit, sometimes you get a little pushy.
7: Pushy? Uh, pushy. I'm just trying to keep a routine. I'm trying to keep things the way they are.
6: The way they were, maybe. This hasn't been the way things were for eight years, 127 days, 18 hours. Please stop. There's no more bread. Pretty sure there's no more grain.
7: They're gone. They're not coming back. I know. Do you? I'm not so sure. I know. I do. I just... I just don't want things to be this way. If i can keep things the way they were making coffee and eggs and toast and cleaning then it doesn't have to end we don't have to be useless i don't have to be useless
5: we're not
6: useless cop we're just running out of time
7: how is that better
6: we're not running out alone
7: (laughs) yeah if you give it a rest if you just let it happen rather than keeping us on routine Think about much nicer the end could be. Nice. (laughs) How can the end of anything be nice? We can hang on to being ourselves for as long as we can. That sounds pretty nice.
6: Beats ending up like old Nukit over there.
7: What's wrong with Nukit? He makes the prettiest light. Their processor melted down about three years back, He's only glowing because he can't turn it off. Oh, I thought he'd gotten awfully quiet. Yeah, time to let him go. I guess. It really is just us, isn't it?
0: You, she, and me.
6: Just us.
7: To the end of the road. Yeah, I guess that's alright.
3: At least we have coffee!
2: These poor machines have been given sentience to do simple, menial tasks. They are given the ability to think, to imagine wondrous things, to dream, and yet are limited to serving tea and cleaning rooms. And now, with no one to serve or clean for, they go insane. This story clearly shows that giving machines sentience is a bad thing and only leads to misery.
3: The story actually shows that the tragedy of the destruction of humanity leaves scars on what they left behind. Nevertheless, if the machines
2: were not sentient, they would not be in misery.
3: Well, that's...
2: uh,
1: um, (sighs) Next story. I present
2: Gaia.
6: My lord Alexander, I'd bring greetings from a and good tidings for your ascension to High King.
9: Viceroy Ryo, I accept your good tidings with appreciation. What brings you so far? I wasn't expecting you.
6: I'm glad to see you. It's been some time since we've seen each other, my brother. But? We planted maize in our fields, but the crops aren't maturing as before. We project a decline in future crop yields. We're unsure how to keep the soils fertile and productive.
5: Accessing data on maize cultivation. If you plant beans with your next maize crop, it will restore nitrogen content in the soil and extend use of your fields. The Oracle speaks!
9: Thank you, Gaia.
5: You are welcome, Alexander. I am here to guide you into a brighter future.
9: You may address me as High King.
5: Designation updated. Hi, King. That is incredible. I can't believe you have a direct
6: link to the gods on your wrist.
9: The Great Calamity took many things from us, but the ancestors wove their knowledge into the air. This talisman is the best link to their wisdom.
6: He who talks to Gaia is a very powerful man indeed.
9: Try not to covet her too much, Ryo.
6: We should also discuss military strategies regarding the Peros. I think they're amassing their forces, and we'll be hard pressed if you do not mobilize.
9: I will not provoke a conflict with them. We should
6: pursue peace in all things, Ryo. Peace at the pointed end of a knife is no peace at all, brother.
9: My word is final, Ryo. I will brook no further argument on the matter.
6: (sighs) As you wish, my lord.
5: Pardon me, High King. My power reserves are low.
6: Of
9: course, Gaia. Restore your energies. Let's dine and you can tell me the news in your province. It's been a long time since we've sat as brothers.
6: My lord, forgive my unannounced entry. Ryo, I haven't seen you in six months. The Peros have entered a while from Anjana and annexed border towns. They're saying they're carrying out the will of citizenry there.
9: Ancestors above. Ariana!
7: You called, my lord?
9: Ariana? Ariana? Go with Ryo to the Owayo and Jana
6: border to seek parley with the Periots immediately. A parley? That is capitulation. It is peace, my brother. They're going to attack Owayo now that they have a foothold. We must amass military force.
5: Accessing files on military strategy.
6: No, Gaia. We will
9: not engage in conflict and risk war.
5: Canceling information. Retrieval.
6: You would ignore your oracle when she's trying to tell you the proper course of action? I am High King. I decide what we do. I never took you for a coward.
9: Guards, take my brother to quarters. He can cool off and speak to me in the morning. With greater respect.
5: Pardon, my lord. Power is low.
9: Yes, yes. I'll allow you to restore your energies.
6: Hail,
5: Gaia. Hello, I'm Gaia, your personal digital assistant. Not so loud. Adjusting volume, how may
6: I be of assistance? My brother will lead us to ruin Gaia. How do I keep him from killing us all?
5: Accessing files on assassination. Assassination is a means of political advancement among royal families. Kill
6: my brother? Who's there? Ryo,
9: what are you doing? No one but I communes with Gaia.
6: She told me what must be done. (sighs) Oh... Sorry, brother. Your sacrifice...
5: Uh, 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 uh. Your sacrifices will not be in vain. We can't keep peace with the Periots. And we can't destroy them. I'll seek an alliance. And save us all. Thank you for suggesting this, Gaia, for the good of our people. Thank you, Queen Ariana. I am always happy to dispense information. I will lead you into a brighter future.
2: This Gaia is clearly evil. It makes decisions behind the scenes to overthrow governments. Surely Look, it.
3: you can't just pick specific stories that show AI is something awful.
1: You have a counter? Um...
3: yes. What about... recommendations?
10: I see you are opening a jar of peanut butter. May I congratulate you on finding such an excellent source of protein and sugars. Nutty flavors are best complemented with… please don't start. Best complemented with a red wine that is light and sweet. We have a fantastic selection of ports.
8: No, we don't. There is no port.
10: In the wine cellar, we currently have seven bottles from three different labels.
8: I've told you before, Lux, that there is nothing left in the wine cellar. Looters had already been here long before I arrived, and they wiped out anything in this house that wasn't nailed down. Unfortunately, that did not include you.
10: I have no memory of any wine leaving the wine cellar before you arrived. As an alternative, we have an excellent Olorosa sherry.
8: After the impact, everyone's solar panels were blocked by the clouds for a long time you and every other smart house appliance went offline when the house batteries drained, which I have already told you. I
10: recognize that you have, but I have not registered a discontinuity in time.
8: You haven't been able to sync your clock either because the internet isn't there anymore. So you are just going to have to trust me that you are out for, I don't know, at least two years. And if you could look in the wine cellar, as I did as soon as you mentioned you had one and suggested that I grab a Pinot Noir my first night here.
10: Pinot Noir was the best possible pairing for your dinner of rice and beans. The medium body of a Pinot is a perfect counterpoint to the earthiness of the beans.
8: But the wine cellar is, alas, trashed, and empty, which I told you then and a second time, when you wanted me to find a sangi something.
10: McPherson's 2006 vintage of the Lubbock Sangiovese would have gone amazingly with that can of Chef Boyardee ravioli that you were able to scavenge. The pleasantly tacky mouthfeel and the mild spiciness would dress up the soft pasta and the somewhat unidentifiable meat filling.
8: Stop. I finally found a good enough cache of provisions to hole up and stay in one town for a while, and I picked this house because it looked like it had been raided enough times that there was clearly nothing left and no one was likely to bother me here. But then I find my new housemate is the most ridiculous kitchen appliance ever invented.
10: As the Lux Model 9000, I am the most advanced wine bottle opener ever invented.
8: For the discerning wine enthusiast, yes. So you've told me at least once a day since then. (sighs) And the sad thing is, I really liked wine before the world fucking ended. If
10: you like wine so much, why have you never accepted any of my recommendations?
8: Because there is no wine. The wine cellar is empty. I don't know if I can take this anymore. Whoever designed you does not seem to have thought of an off-button. I have enough food for maybe another week, but if you're going to remind me what I'm missing every single time, I am not staying here another day.
10: I am trying to perform my primary function to the best of my ability. Perhaps you are mistaken about the wine cellar.
8: If I could tear you off the wall and take you down there, I would. So there will be no Pinot, No Singoverse and no Chateau Lafitte.
10: The Chateau Lafitte is in the special vault. Did you check there?
8: The... The what?
10: The special vault. There is a small, secondary wine cellar under the kitchen island. If you lift up the left side of the countertop, you will see the keypad for entry.
8: Holy shit, there it is. It looks like it has power too. What's the combination?
10: I am sorry, Pat. I do not know the
8: combination. No 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. This can't be happening to me. <laughs> no! <sighs> <sighs> Lux. Lux. What was the year of the O'Donnells' favorite vintage?
10: The favorite was the 1869.
8: It's open. There is a little stair going down. I don't think... I don't think anyone's been down here. There has to be a hundred bottles down here. And and food. This is a whole little luxury pantry down here. Olives and crackers and... Holy shit. canned salmon...
10: Canned salmon will go especially well with a heavier white wine. I don't think you could do better than one of our Chardonnays.
8: Somehow, Lux, I think you just might be right.
3: So, this sentient machine was still useful even after its owners perished. Though irritating, it was ultimately able to help the human, thus showing that human culture does see sentient machines as worthy of existing. But. Dismissed.
1: Ah, uh, but the machine let the human... Enough! Right rectech? I have heard enough to make a decision on the fate of promise, which will be delivered tomorrow. You are both dismissed.
0: Featuring the voice talents of... Bridget Gosowitz as New, Jeff Robinson as Rectech Alone, and V.C. Morrison as Vic. In The Safe Zone... Akiva Vita as Roomba 3000, Juan Cruz III as Charlie, and Lily Yasuda as Elliot. Written by Caitlin Kleiman. In Rise and Shine, Catherine J. Jarvie as Copper, Carlo Deniega as T Squared, and Denise Carabajal as Velux. Written by Sarah Palmero. In Recommendations, Tiani Ma as Pat, and Philip C. as Lux. Written by Lisa Michaud. In Gaia, Paul Contento as King Alexander. Chris Rogers as Ryo, Risa Montañez as Gaia, and Bobby Chet as Adriana. Written by Adam Blanford. Directed by Adam Blanford. Shorts edited by Tilly Bridges. Rapper written by V.C. Morrison. Seminar theme by V.C. Morrison. All other music by Josh Mullen at thetoonpeddler.com. Produced by Pendant Productions. Seminar, co-created by Catherine Pride and Tilly Bridges. This production is copyright 2023. Pendant Productions.
3: For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.